Anecdotal Basics of Christianity, Episode 27, The Knowledge. Shortly after I had a major shift in my faith journey, a transition that I used to refer to as being spirit-filled, but I now more often describe as becoming kingdom-minded, I was at home with my children, who were very young at the time, and in the middle of this domestic scene, a piece of very familiar liturgy shouted loudly inside my head. It was the words at the end of the communion service that precede the blessing. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son Jesus Christ. Keep your minds in the knowledge? What? What on earth does that mean? I understood what it meant to keep knowledge in our minds, but keeping our minds in knowledge was beyond me. It was like I was hearing it for the first time, although the truth was I'd heard it week after week for many years. I decided to ask God, although I'm not sure that I was very expectant of an answer. I promptly forgot about it, no doubt filing it away under a title such as Nonsensical Anglicanisms. The next day, yes it really was the next day, There was a very similar scene in the household. Many days are very similar at this stage of life. Only this day, there was the added joy of some input from Radio 4, and in particular Woman's Hour, which if I remember correctly was on in the afternoons then, though that's not relevant at all, just a bit of nostalgia. The article that floated over the airways to me was about London taxi drivers, and I got the message before there was even any mention of the word knowledge, and laughed out loud. For London taxi drivers, the map, or geography of London, is known as the knowledge, and they have to learn and be stringently tested on the knowledge before they're allowed to carry any passengers. First, they get the knowledge in their heads, which they do in part by driving around the area, mostly on scooters. Once the knowledge is in their heads, then they can move around it with greater ease, taking the most direct route and not getting lost as much. The more they move about in it, the more the knowledge in their heads is reinforced and expanded, and so the more confidently, competently and efficiently they travel around in the knowledge. What a brilliant picture that was. Filling our heads with knowledge of God and of his kingdom is a wonderful thing to do, And those who have inherited brains with a large capacity for doing so, or who have trained their brains to retain and interconnect significant amounts of knowledge, are privileged and seemingly can fill their brains continuously. Perhaps the fact that I'm writing a series of anecdotes is sufficient information for you to realise that I'm not in that category. But it's of little use acquiring more and more knowledge of the kingdom if it's just so that you can discuss the knowledge, the kingdom, with other knowledgeable people. You have to go out there and exercise that knowledge in the kingdom, on the lookout for those who would hail you in order to enable them to go from A to B. Some of those passengers may enjoy a chat as well as a ride. Some will surprise you. After all, Jesus said, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. That's Matthew twenty-five forty, And some have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Hebrews 13, 2. A few years ago, one of the elderly ladies that Malcolm was ministering to said to him that she liked talking to him because he had 
been round the block a few times. Perhaps what she was discerning was that Malcolm had learnt to keep his mind in the knowledge of Christ. Or perhaps she just meant he was getting on a bit. Both are true. Have you done the knowledge? How's your cab? Polished and fueled up, ready to go whenever Jesus might have a customer for you. Taxi! 